Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In today's episode, we discuss healthy body image versus a healthy body because they are not the same. We share why we feel the body positive movement has a darker, more worrying side that would lead to a nation with seriously poor health down the line. We feel that this is such a necessary conversation because we feel a duty to create awareness so that more people can live not just a long life, but a great quality life full of health and happiness. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. And welcome to another episode of the Midlife Mentors with me, James. And me, Claire. How are you all? This is the second time we've recorded this podcast, isn't it, darling? Mm. <laughs> Technical malfunction. Yes, there. apparently it wasn't his fat fingers at all, but uh, we recorded this podcast a little while ago. And it was amazing. It was amazing. This one's going to be even more amazing. But we recorded it and then I heard James, as I was about to jump on a coaching call, I could hear James swearing his head off and apparently it hadn't recorded equipment failure <laughs> a james failure bless you <laughs> so um if you haven't listened to our last podcast last mm. week's podcast we really really encourage you to go and take a listen and why is that james <laughs> uh, so the amazing rod booth where therapist and shadow worker and we, we talk there we explore the archetypes the main archetypes that, that we that are used in shadow work and you know shadow work is a personal journey that I'm on I'm finding it so helpful to face those hidden parts of me um, and really empower me to move forward so um, I think anyone can benefit from it and everyone can benefit from it so I'd encourage you to go take a listen to that if you haven't already yes I've just come off a coaching call actually and the lovely lady that I'm coaching said that she listened to it a couple of days ago and just found it fascinating and really helpful actually with the work that we're doing together so um, yeah as James said go and take a listen to that and also you went away you left me for the weekend didn't you I did I was away with an organisation called the Mankind Project which is all about uh, I guess empowering men uh, and reclaiming the very heart-centered masculine so it's about being you know, a heart-centered leader um, a heart-centered warrior about facing your shadows and going forward into the world uh, to do to do good with a positive intent and I've got to say it was very intense experience <laughs> but um, the most amazing I feel very privileged to have been able to go through it 
And I have to say, so part of, I was actually invited on a, I hope I'm allowed to say this, but I was invited on an online group call um, as James's partner with all the rest of the men that um, had been part of that, the staff and everything. And my goodness, I get emotional just talking about it because it was the most humbling experience to witness all these men coming together to level up to the best version of themselves. It was, you know, I, I will always say this, men get a bad rap in society mm. and, and not not for, you know, obviously for valid reasons to a degree, but also I don't think we can tar everyone with the same brush. And I think there, there are lots and lots of men out there that are doing the hard inner work in order to show up as the best version of themselves. And it gave me so much hope and so much pride to watch those men, but also so much pride in James to do what he's did. I think it's remarkable. I think this is really brave and really courageous of James and all these men um, to do this work because it's, you know, it's been shunned. It's been, you know, lots of people um, have, you know, tried to put these men down personally. That's how I feel. And it's really, really wonderful to see them all opening up in this way. It is. If you'd like to know more about that, you can Google Mankind Project. But if you wanted to reach out to myself, then just drop us an email, team at the Midlife Mentors. I'm happy to kind of point you in the right direction to learn more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was left on my own. So I yeah. I had a lovely weekend on my own, actually. <laughs> I, I bimbled. I love that. I bimbled and bumbled around and just had a lovely, lovely time. But it was nice for James to come back and share, you know, share what he'd learned and the growth that he'd he'd experienced. So mm. really lovely. But um, so we are today going to talk about how a healthy body image differs actually from a healthy body and now this has come about because we we feel super super passionate about always having the hard conversations the conversations that um, other people might be thinking but not necessarily speaking about and it's because it comes from um, it's not coming from a place of ranting it's coming from a place of um, love it's coming from a place of passion for every for everyone living in their healthiest happiest versions as possible now the media um, I understand, obviously, in the, the 80s and 90s, we had um, very skinny, very stick-thing models, especially in the 90s. We had Heroin Chic, uh, Kate Moss, all of those sorts of women. And it was it, it created an incredibly bad body image for a lot of women, right? And what we see in the media today is really fantastic. We have a much, much more grounded, better body image. I know a lot of us women have much better body images because the media is promoting larger women and obviously larger men as well. However, what I I feel like we are slipping potentially into something quite dangerous here because although these, these women, I'm talking about women, obviously James can come from a male perspective in a second, but these women that are are overweight, clearly very overweight, clearly o- obese, you know, they're being heralded as well as, as being healthy. And the, the problem is that kind of body, it's not a healthy body to live in. So it's great that we're promoting a healthy body image, but the body itself isn't healthy. And I think that there's become, there's come a lot of confusion. And I think we're, we're going down a quite dangerous route by keep promoting the fact that that image is healthy, physically healthy, because it's not. Mm. I think we're being uh, we're being misdirected at the moment. Actually, I'd be that bold. Um, and you know, Claire, you referenced there, obviously, you know, the eighties and nineties and stick thin models. But you know, 
even at the time, there was a counter narrative to that. People were like, you know, this isn't a good thing. There was awareness that, you know, it wasn't realistic. It wasn't a good thing per se. Um, and actually, if we look at the stats, there are way more people that are overweight than are underweight. You know, I'm not trying to detract anything from anyone that, that is underweight or has, has eating issues. It's a very serious condition, obviously. But way more people are overweight with all the health risks that brings. And what's happening now is there's, there's not a counter narrative to that. We're In not fact, allowed. We're encouraging it. You know, we've got the body positive movement saying, you know, it's great to be bigger. It's great to be obese. Um, and I've got a real issue with this. Uh, when we look at the media, there was a women's magazine, I can't remember what it was. It had like the top fitness Cosmo, influencers. Cosmo, wasn't it? I think it might have been. But a th- over a third of them were like obese. And here's my issue with it, right? I get it. On the one side of the coin, if we're encouraging people who are overweight or obese to actually you know, get in touch with their bodies, go and work out, go to the gym, get in shape, that is great. And if they've got role models, they feel comfortable doing that. Amazing. But you know, if we've got a role model that's a size 18, 20, right? And then you know, years down the line, they're still an 18, 20, their body shape hasn't changed. That is not positive role model we should be heralding people that start 18 20 and they're down to like a 16 or 14 you know mm. then we can applaud that it's like wow you've taken a, a grasp of your health i'm not talking about aesthetics here and you've made progress instead we're seeing people and we saw it in, the, in this article you know influencers like actually holding their rolls of fat and laughing going hey how great is this look at my rolls of fat but it's it's, it's n- not a healthy thing to have it's, in our lives and it's normalizing being obese and overweight yeah absolutely and it is normalizing it and it, here's the thing we cannot deny we cannot deny the studies the scientific facts that actually being over, like overweight and obese puts a massive massive strain on our body a massive strain on our health you know heart health diabetes early death alzheimer's all you know it puts a huge pressure on the nhs as well right so i i I am very, very concerned that we're bringing up a generation of men and women that have these role models and that they they do think, like James said, that they think it's healthy and okay to continue to be overweight and obese and ruin their health. And we do feel like it's our duty to create awareness around this because... I feel like we're kicking this can down the road and I don't think enough people are speaking out about the fact that this is a dangerous narrative. Uh, entirely. And listen, the, the research bears this out, right? There's been lots of studies looking, you know, can, can you be overweight? Can you be obese and healthy? Can you be fat and fit? And all of them are like, no, absolutely not. Yes, you can be obese and get to a certain level of fitness, but like all the other markers are negative. Like Claire said, you know, heart disease, diabetes, um, straining our joints, inflammation in the body, mm. all these things going on. So um, the the kind of fat and fit is a complete myth. And I think we are in danger now of normalising this. We know we have an epidemic. It's like around two thirds of UK adults now are overweight or obese. We have uh, a children's obesity epidemic. Mm. And we're reinforcing this messaging, you know, unlike the 80s and 90s, where we're like, yeah, these models are thin, but it's not a good thing. Where it's like, oh, these models are big and it's a great thing. Yeah. Go for it. And we're and, being cancelled and- out from not actually being able to speak about this because I actually did... I mean, it's just... It's really interesting. I did a video on this um, on my Facebook and, you know, I normally get some engagement. I got literally no engagement on that. And I truly, truly believe because we do know 
the the narrative that the media wants us to talk about is the narrative that is is allowed out there and i just don't think that this is is something that we are allowed to talk about enough and i and i think that it's incredibly incredibly damaging and and dangerous yeah i'll give you an example i you know i'm i'm in groups with with other with journalists and someone put a, a call out saying you know i want to write a piece uh, opinion piece on body positive looking for people to contribute and I contacted the journalist privately and said yeah I'm happy to contribute but like coming the other way going I don't think it's a good thing no one's allowed to Uh, and she actually came back to me saying you know I I totally agree with you but I'm not allowed to write that my publication just simply won't even entertain it we have to be seen to be pushing this agenda of of plus sizes and positive and it's great it's not great you know we live in a poor food environment as it is um, we know there's a study out from Harvard a couple of weeks ago that basically showed, you know, um, your chances of long COVID effects are more than halved if you're fit and healthy. Kel Surprise, you know, one of the main indicators for having complications with COVID, there, there, was, there was age, there was underlying serious illness and there was obesity, but they never publicised the obesity because it was, it was it. deemed too, too controversial. Uh, controversial to do it. Mm. But I think we have to get this out in the open and have to start talking about this and go, you know, yes, we want to inspire everyone to start their health and wellness journey. But we need to inspire them to make a progressive journey, not a regressive journey where they're actually damaging their health. Well, because also, you know, we are we are living longer, although there's been studies out that are saying that we're not living, we're the first generation that isn't living longer. But, you know, we are living longer. With modern medicine, we can dose ourselves up with pharmaceuticals. And, you know, we if we have these issues with our health um, because of ob- obesity, um, overweight and obesity... We can have these pharmaceuticals, we can be on tablets, we can do this and everything for the ailments that we get, but the quality of our life is absolutely shot to pieces. So, and I think that's really, really important for us to say this because we do want people not just to live a long life, but a happy one that's a great quality, healthy, happy, that they can make memories with their loved ones. And the way things are going, if we just keep heralding this as the norm then less people are going to be able to experience that. And, like, don't even get me started about whether that's actually what they want because, you know, all these people are on pharmaceuticals and they're getting kickbacks financially constantly. You know, we've got a whole, a whole you know, society that relies on pills rather than looking after themselves. And this is where we, we need to start taking responsibility because I think we're also in a society where people aren't taking responsibility for themselves. They're, you know, they're devolving responsibility for, for looking after their own health and you know here's the reality is if if we eat less (laughs) and we move more we are going to become healthier and just no one seems to be promoting that and that the narrative of you know healthy body image there is the flip side that is incredibly 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 dark yeah, I mean, I think again, at the end of the wedge, we're seeing doctors now in the US start to promote the idea that um, obesity is actually a medical condition that it's should be not. treated with medicine rather than you know with lifestyle factors. And again, you know, the, the causes of obesity are are complex and they are rooted in, in psychological facts as well. Um, but I think it is lazy to just necessarily blame those all the time. You know, if we look at previous generations, you know, um, people could say, say things like, you know, trauma causes people to be obese. Well, you know, think of the trauma of living through the Second mm-hmm. World War of your mm-hmm. your husband, your brother, your father going off to fight and if they come back, having your cities bombed. You know, that's trauma and people were not triggered in the same way to, to kind of overeat like that. Yeah. Um, it's about reclaiming that responsibility. You know, it's absolutely, yes, there's a tiny, like, micro percentage of people where there is a medical reason. And naturally, some people will find it 
like easier to put on weight than others. It just means you, you know, you've got to try a bit harder and adjust. Mm. But the fact is we have to reclaim our individual responsibility for looking after our health. Once we devolve it, we're giving away our sovereignty and that is never a good mm. thing. And here's the thing. If we're doing that as parents... You know, the, like James alluded to earlier, you know, the the rate of obesity in children now, we are just, we, we have to be good role models. We have to be, you know, as parents, you know, it's it's really, really important that we start teaching our children about healthy role models, a healthy um, relationship with food, a healthy life balance. And I just really, really worry that this, you know, healthy body image is being overlaid with a healthy body because they are not the same. When we have a huge amount of visceral fat, which is the fat around our organs, we are really, really at risk of all of these diseases, um, increased cancer, heart health, diabetes, all of that, and and not being here to see our children grow up, our grandchildren grow up. So I think it's really, really important that we have this conversation and we're not cancelled out all the time. Mm, Exactly that. Well, so I we hope are. that inspires you. We'd love to know your thoughts yeah. on that. I know that's not going to resonate with everyone. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Um, you know, like we we do feel like we have that duty to create awareness around this, not because we want us to sit here and point fingers and rant. It's because we deeply, deeply care and we deeply love and we want to make a change um, because we think it's important. And to just sit sit back and not discuss this uh, wouldn't be us being in our, in our sovereign power at all. Exactly. Um, so let us know what your thoughts are on that. Um, all that's left to really say is, if you enjoy our show, if you find it useful, it's amusing, it uh, gives you food for thought. Literally, if you can pay the only fee that we ask, and that is to like share, subscribe and this podcast, share it with your friends, share it around. Um, Because, you know, we don't pay for advertising. We don't advertise this show. We don't take on sponsorship for the show because actually when James and I listen to podcasts that are full of adverts, it really, really messes up my enjoyment of listening to it. And we don't want that for you. So we, we we don't take sponsorship. We don't ask for any other fee apart from the fee being that if you find this helpful and it inspires you, motivates you, gives you food for thought, please do share with your friends, uh, give us a review and subscribe. Yeah, okay, until next time. Sending you lots of love. Bye. Bye. been listening to the midlife mentors with claire and james davis we'd love to hear from you so drop us a line at info at the midlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions and make sure you join us on our facebook page and youtube channel you can find us under the midlife mentors yeah Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. 
So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.